You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, was Wheels Weaver for the previous mm-hmm. 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, Wheels. Uh, we're hitting record just after the U.S.-Iran game just ended. A real uh, tight last couple of minutes there, but uh, we hold on. We advance to the round of 16. We play Netherlands on Shabbos. Uh, you'll you'll get to watch most of the game. You'll start a couple minutes late, but I'm going to miss the whole thing, unfortunately. Yeah, I could DVR, and I'll be caught up within 20 minutes. Um, yeah, I mean, was that the no? I mean, was that one of the most nerve-wracking sporting experiences of your life? Those last nine minutes, when I mean, the US just had nothing in the tank, no offensive players on the field. They literally yeah. couldn't hold the ball. And and I mean, Iran had a couple of real legit chances. There. Real legit chances. Honestly, they had no legit chances for you know for the regular run of play for the first eighty minutes. Yeah, they were really not. You know, the most dangerous thing was. Um, was their best player like unloading from like 45 yards away and kind of coming sort of close. It would have been very nice had the offsides goal, which I think was offsides, but only by like, a, you know, a, the hair on somebody's head. Yeah, no, they showed the replay, ha- the half of his body. He had like part yeah. of his, yeah. Uh, like other angles doesn't look like, but it's fine. Um, And then, you know, maybe more skilled players uh, could have finished some of those like, you know, two on ones or whatever towards the end. But they really, you know, one of the things... I've always known about this team the 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 depth once you get from the uh, Champions League level players to MLS players is so stark that even someone who watches three soccer games every four years can tell by the end of the game. You know, yeah, when you bring on like, I mean, Adams just gets to every freaking ball. Musa can run like crazy for 90 minutes. You bring on guys like Acosta. Like, I don't think his name got called once in, you know, the whole 40 minutes he played. And um, just a lot of those guys are not. um are not world-class the way that like we used to have zero or one world-class star. Now they have like six, uh, not stars, but six like guys who play in, you know, legitimate champions league or EPL level football every week. Didn't they say this game was the first ever U S game where all 11 players uh, were, uh, yes. Yeah. Played yeah, professionally like, abroad. For example, like all three of their strikers suck. So yeah. uh, it doesn't matter. Like one happens to be from MLS. He actually hasn't played yet. I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he plays in the, in the next game. And like they took out Zimmerman, who um, is the best defender in MLS or one of the top two or three um, for this game. And Bruin Carter Vickers, who I think is much worse, honestly. He sucked. He's he's the captain of Celtic, but um, you he's know. so thick, though. He's, he's like reassuring he on the back end yeah, just because he's but so he big. almost had five penalties. Yeah, uh, he's not super athletic. Yeah. And and Shaq Moore, the second straight time, he's terrible. Twice he came yeah. in and like, I'm not sure very obviously, like, let the ball roll out for a goal kick. And gets a corner and a, and a throw in, just like a buffoon. 
And the most so, nerve wracking thing is because they had like switched out everybody and they mm-hmm. were putting in all these defenders. If God forbid they give up a late goal, they're screwed. Like there's no chance of getting another. Goal. Oh, if they had given up a goal in the 80th minute, they it wouldn't have had yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, it was very clear. Yeah. I mean, they had three center backs. They got all their, you know, the, the attack was literally Aronson and Haji Wright. Not exactly, uh, not exactly scary. So, now yeah, here's the question: I, Is Pugh? Being, uh, yeah, is he's well, not going to play? I don't think he couldn't not, walk after. So I don't think he's going. Well, but he did come back in for the rest of the first half. So it is true. It looked like he couldn't walk. He did play the last four minutes. Yeah. Listen, if he's willing to play Reina, Reina's a really good player. Like it's not like Pulisic is great. I'm not saying. Uh, it's not a huge loss, but if he's willing to play Reina, it does expand like the the you know uh, number of competent players they have. I don't know why he's only played twenty minutes in the first three games. And and Sargent is he going to play? You think? Mm, I think I think he'll probably try Ferrer. I just think I mean Haji Wright has shown nothing. Sargent's been better. Ferrer like, is an MLS guy, right? Ferrer is an MLS guy. He he was a teammate of Pepe. He ended up going over Pepe. Um. And uh, they're all I mean, these are all kids like these guys are all being their prime at the next World Cup. Every other than Reem, uh, every single one of these guys is a baby. Yeah. Like uh, uh, they just they have so many they have so many young guys. So um, this is like when your baseball team makes the playoffs a year before you're planning on it. Yeah, a little it's all bit. gravy. I listen. They've only missed the round of 16 once. I mean, they missed the whole tournament last time, but they've only missed it once in the last five. Right. They in, in 2010, they lost their first game to Czech Republic by three. And then they uh, had a like a 10 on nine with three red cards, zero, zero draw against Italy, uh, who ended up winning the tournament. And then they all they had to do is beat Ghana and they lost two to one to Ghana. Um, but uh, uh, other than that, 14, they made it. And I do think it's house money now. Right. I think I, I, I couldn't breathe this game. I would have been so disappointed if it was a tie. If they lose one nothing and get out play by the Netherlands, like I'll be like, OK, or two or even three nothing, whatever. It, I, of course, I want them to win, and, and if it's close late, I won't be able to breathe. But this was like the goal uh, to me. It's like getting to the round of sixteen. If they if they got a lucky matchup, let's say Ecuador Senegal had won the group, that's certainly a winnable game. Netherlands is a good version of the U.S. They have a lot of good players. They don't really have a, a killer. They don't have a striker at the end, you know. Right mm-hmm. now, they don't have their Ruud van Nistelrooy, but they have Virgil van Dijk. You know, one of one of the best defenders ever. He's not in his prime prime this year, but. Uh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for a team like us to score a goal against them because re- we really dominated possession in two or three games. And the second half was pretty 50 50 in England. We, we didn't have the ball that much in the first half. We're not going to have the ball a lot against the Netherlands. It's going to they're going to be, tur- be able to turn us over easily. You see like the the fullbacks, Aronson and Dest, uh, excuse me, Robinson and Dest are so fast, but they don't really once they get like into position, they, there's not really much they know what to do with it once they're like, all right, final cross, try into the box. And we don't have that big hulking striker who like. If we had a real striker, we would have scored six goals, you know, like, yeah, uh, there was a lot of opportunities. Yeah, they get the ball into the box, but then there's nobody. It's a bunch of skinny guys like it's a bunch of wingers in there. There's not really like a a finisher, but I I can't remember being that nervous about a sporting event. I was yelling. I I think I'm still married. Uh, That was not it's us being a sports fan is not fun. It was like if they had lost that game, it would have been miserable and I would have been thinking about it for four years. And they won. And like even the goal, honestly, was like. It, hard to celebrate because Pulisic was lying yeah. dead by the, t- yeah. by the time you realized it was like normally you'd go crazy for that goal. But it was like, what the hell just happened? I wasn't even like jumping up and down. And even the game ending, it's just like you're just taking a huge sigh of relief. Like, you don't know when the game's going to end. It, it was it was horrible. The whole thing was horrible. I didn't enjoy one second of it, but it's amazing that they won. Yeah. What what you know, if we can go to penalties, if we survive 120 minutes on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I think who, that's who the- would have the edge there? 
it would be pretty even. I think it would be pretty. Listen, Turner is like they say. I don't. I don't know specifically that he's an incredible penalty shot stopper, but he is really an excellent shot stopper. His weakness is not a great ball distributor, um, but he's really an excellent goalkeeper. There was some advanced metric that had him as the best shot, shot stopper in the world. I don't know. That must include his MLS stuff because he's really only played a couple oh. minor games for Arsenal. Um, but he's, uh, yeah. I, I listen. I, I, when you are the worst team, that is the ultimate goal: is to is to basically, like, let it go into... They almost did the Belgium. Belgium was 100 times better than them in 2014. But Wando almost had, this, you know, the chance at the end. They almost had a chance to to score the, the second late goal. That's the goal. Like, just to, you know, win a coin toss matchup. Or if it wasn't, it would just be Spain and France and Brazil, like, the three best teams. But it's so easy in the knockout rounds to, you know, 50-50 somebody to death and either get a lucky goal or, or win yeah. in PKs. Yeah, no, I like Turner. Um, you know, he's a not only is he a member of the tribe, he's a member of my tribe. He's a, he's a Litvak. Wait, is Turner Jewish? His father, his father, um, his father's family is Jewish. His father's Jewish. They're Holocaust, mm-hmm. like they they're Holocaust survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, then they're from Lithuania, and their name was Turnovsky. But his mother's oh, no his, his mother's Catholic. Yeah, him and Yedlin are the two uh, half Jews on the team. Oh, really? I didn't know about Yedlin. Yedlin's yeah, got Yedlin, a, yeah. He's, I, Yedlin, I think, is better than Moore. I think if they if they if that happens again, they got to bring I think, they, I think they both more. have Jewish dads. So um, but also I they have a time, fifth guy. They I can't see Galli, Turner and better, not see Scott Rogowski. OK, I hear a little you know, the bit. guy from the from that trivia game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because somebody said that in the patron chat a couple days ago. So Burn too bright. Scott Rogowski. I'm sure he's doing great. Yeah. What's he up to now? He currently hosts the change up baseball program for DAZN. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, good for him. I mean, no, it's bad is the name DAZN. Yeah, it's a terrible name. Yeah, this is really that's how right. you pronounce it, though. D-A-Z-N, right? Yeah, no, you're right. You are. You're right. You're pronouncing yeah. it right. It's just the, the name is, is horrendous. Yeah, it's a bad name. Yeah, DAZN. Um, well, uh, what else? So uh, should we talk football now or? I mean, only if you have a half hour. Yeah, I mean, listen, we got, we got a lot to discuss. We have a lot to discuss from week 12. We got a lot to discuss from week 13. Our teams are right, facing let's, each let's other. Do, well, we won't do previews. So, yeah, our teams are facing each other. Should we do a. Um, should we do like an immediate post game reaction like we're doing now after the Jets Vikings game? Yeah, we could, depending on how the game goes. I guess but, if it's like a snooze or whatever. Can yeah. I tell you an amazing stat now in preparation for, I guess, the week 13 preview? Mm-hmm. The Jets uh, have six games left, like most teams. Yeah. The worst team they have left to play, according to DVOA, is the Minnesota Vikings. They were <laughs> nine and two. That's funny. By far. The, 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 they they have the Lions and the and the Jaguars as being like a bunch of spots better than the Vikings on on um according to DVOA I have to yeah this week's DVOA they're twenty second the Vikings are twenty second I mm, think no respect um, no literally no respect yeah um okay so let, let's go back to Thanksgiving quickly right yeah mm-hmm. um, you know the, it's it's almost a week ago so it's very late but my takeaway from the from the Patriots Vikings game is. You know, the Vikings have had a bunch of one score games uh, wins this year. And people say, oh, you know, those are luck. Those luck. This was the one that was sort of the least impressive. Like a lot of those wins were one score games, but they really had it in hand. And it was just sort of, you yeah, know, this was a game that really, you know, um, the Patriots could have easily beaten them. Obviously, the Vikings had a, a lot of things go right. Uh, the kickoff return and, you know, running to the punter and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, but I, but I will say what what I had a lot of relief from that game was the fact that the Patriots have an elite pass rush, the same thing that we'd seen the previous couple of weeks for the Vikings against the Cowboys in Washington and, and et cetera. And they really protected Jefferson pretty well. He was only sacked once all game. Jefferson, other than the one interception, was sterling. I mean, he really had an excellent game. And so the fact that the offensive line without Darisaw against an elite pass rush was able to protect um, protect him enough, at least to, to allow him to look downfield, that, that was very reassuring. Um, 
uh, Mike White is going to throw for a lot of yards against the Vikings this week. Like the Vikings have now, um, as they as they were last year, they've given up the most passing yards in the league. Um, you know, at, other than other than Patrick Peterson, all their cornerbacks are injured. Although Caleb Evans, who w- was their number four cornerback, but would be number two, if, uh, he might play this week. So so that's good news um, for somebody. But you know, it, it is frustrating because Patrick Peterson, I think he's third in DVOA this year among corners. He's I mean, excuse me, a PFF. He's just had an excellent, excellent season. Sauce obviously is ahead of him. He's had like, you know, an elite season, but they have no other cornerbacks at all. And so I think that Mike White, who, uh, you know, what's well, the right team to play? I mean, the Jets receivers are totally fine, but I, I saw, I saw the, really, yeah, are you Jets scared the of Mike one, White? The Jets are the number one defense and number 32 offense corner PFF. Yeah, I don't I mean, I don't think their defense is the best. I think the Patriots defense is the best. Uh, and I don't think their offense with Mike White is the worst anymore. I think with with. Wilson, you could make that case. I think their offense is not good. I also think like you yeah, realize, well, yeah, the PFF takes. You're realizing that like uh, freaking Brees Hall thing because there is really nobody you're scared of, right? You're playing them this week. You're, yeah, you're not losing any sleep over. I mean, Wilson's a good player, but you're not losing sleep over over Who, guys. What what is the reason that Mike White did not play over Flacco in September? Uh well, he, yeah, he was the third string. I I think he played very poorly in the preseason. White definitely didn't help him. Uh, and listen, they see them in practice every day. The, even the B writers don't really see, you know, what's going on in practice. But also, like, if Flacco's the third string, you basically have to cut him. And it, you know, starting the season, I, I think at that point his agent loses his mind. And says, no, 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 I, like I'm retiring or so I'm. So that's the reason why he played over Mike White because they're worried about his agent. I mean, who cares about Joe Flacco and his agent at this point? In his I think, I think so. I think you want him around. That's my guess. And again, White, White, it's not like White is a huge prospect or anything. And and White also like, you know, but he's he, looked he was, pretty good every time he, he plays. He was a folk hero last year, but then he throws four interceptions. I mean, threw two interceptions in the Bengals game, but I rewatched the 400-yard Bengals game. And and one was literally in a receiver's hands bounced that, and the other one was tipped at the at the line. So I don't blame him for those. But yeah, he threw he throws four interceptions in the Bills game and 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 sort of the Cinderella bubble burst uh, pretty quickly. Hmm. Uh, I don't think he's the answer. I don't think Mike White should be the quarterback next year. I think he should be. Well, the he's not the answer next year, but for the next six games. Well, right. I, I mean, Salah came out this week and is like, we're just trying to get Wilson back. Like, according to Salah, Wilson's playing against against this year, which is insane because spoiler, Wilson is horrendous. Now, if I'm Wilson, I feel sick that I didn't get to play against the Bears, who have one of the bottom five pass defenses, and just to give myself a chance because the Wilson played by like a huge margin the best pass defenses. Of any of any quarterback in the league, it's absurd. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you know who's played the worst by the same metric I saw? Who? It's not even like the the easiest. Russell Wilson, mm, the easiest ideal. pass defenses in the league. That's right. Zach Wilson, the hardest. Mm. Uh, two uh, Wilson, two Wilson. Maybe they uh could like uh, get There's the same quarterback there. coach this summer. Yeah. Um, so go back to Thanksgiving for a second. So mm-hmm. the, the Cowboys Giants game, the first half, I would have set up with the Giants what I set up with the Vikings in the second game, which is mm-hmm. given the fact that they had everybody was injured. I mean, the, the Giants off obviously much more injured than the Vikings, even their offense line in shambles. They really held it together for a half, at least. And then obviously in the second half, it sort of fell apart. But the Giants, you were talking about the Jets schedule. The Giants have the hardest remaining schedule just based on win percentage of their opponents. And the Giants are obviously headed the wrong way. Uh, so I think that they're in a lot of trouble, even if uh, even if Odell Beckham joins them, although it seems like he's going to Dallas, although it seems like he can't stay uh, sober and, uh, long enough to fly. So, I mean, was he drunk? He I was unconscious, he was, right? they said. So, yeah, uh, I mean, he was just very tired. Yeah. Did you see the the, the statement that his uh, that his agent put out? Yeah. Listen, oh, that was very funny. I get that's why yeah. they get paid the big bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also the, the the Bills beat the Lions in a close one. Um, the Lions are going to make these interesting. I think they're they're not going to the playoffs, obviously, but they're they're not going to be an easy out the the rest of the way. No, the Lions who Davis are playing the Jaguars this week. Now? 
yeah, the Lions were playing the Jaguars. Well, I think Jameson's probably going to miss one more game. The Lions yeah. were playing the Jaguars now. Those teams are going to make life miserable for a lot of teams uh, the last six weeks. I think they're both frisky. They're both average, sort of turning into average teams. The Lions defense is like uh, takeaways and big plays, but, you know, obviously gives up huge plays, too. Yeah. Jaguars are not bad. Like, Lawrence is becoming a good quarterback. The Jaguars are really not bad at all. Yeah, I haven't seen that, that game. Year. They did not deserve to win that game at all. I, I had to, you know, watch sure. the, yeah. uh, another lousy. The Ravens, I think, are the least exciting team in the NFL right now. Like, their games are barely watchable. Which Lamar has not been Lamar as Jackson. exciting. Yeah. yeah it, Lamar, Lamar, Lamar hasn't been, been great since the first few weeks of the year, honestly. No. No, I think you realize, like, all right, they're stuck. At this point, no yeah. matter what. And, 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 and years, he's telling randoms healthy. on Twitter to eat penises, which is never ideal. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the use, the main use of Twitter. I could see the guy who owns Twitter doing that tonight. So, no. Uh, well, you know what the main use of this podcast is? What? It's to tell people about Manscaped. Oh, what a freaking segue! Yeah. Uh, should we yeah. do that now, or should we keep talking? Uh, sure. We could. We, we'll do it now. All right. Yeah. We uh we 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 often forget that we have to come back in and edit it afterwards. So uh we we mentioned penises and I suddenly remembered. Uh you know you probably don't have hair on your penis, but in the surrounding area you might, and you might want to clean that up. And uh you know the holiday season is coming, and uh and uh, nobody wants to hear you say that. <laughs> say what? <laughs> the folks at Manscaped do. All right. So you talk, Akiva. You tell us about Manscaped. Um. Yeah. Manscaped is uh is is the best product in town. Uh, who Which doesn't town? love Manscaped? Which town? Uh, literally whatever town you're in. Yeah, worldwide, free shipping. Only if yes. you enter the promo code 32 fans, of course. Yes, whatever and, town you're in. As long if you as enter any other promo Earth, code, they double the shipping price. Actually, yes, that's so make right. sure you and, use 32 fans. Um, free shipping anywhere on Earth. Because my son, I was just reading my son a book about Mars. Hmm. I no, do not believe they delivered to Mars yet. Yeah, no free shipping to Mars yet. Are any of your kids into space? Um. Yeah, they were. There was a point where they were very much so. I think like early COVID, but not. Are, they, not, are you not saying the they're moment. too cool for freaking space? It's not about too cool. It's just they go through stages, and space. Yeah, is kids not go one through stages, stages but like, so I mean, but I went through stages with sports, and uh, you know, I'm still in it. Yeah, I haven't got out of that stage yet. Either. My parents are still like, all right, when's he gonna stop? Yeah, stop but all right, let's nonsense. talk about the performance package 4.0. Right, the game changer, the mm-hmm. lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. Yeah, the, the crop des- uh, preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver toner. Those performance boxer briefs, very comfy, very comfy. Yeah, tush. yeah excellent. Tra- travel bag to hold all your goodies. Yes. Yeah, it's the greatest ball trimmer ever. And again, not just for the balls. You can use it for any part of your body. And I use it 99% of the time, not for not for the balls, but it works mm-hmm. overall. And, and and not just free shipping, 20% off if you use the promo code 32 fans. Uh, the best deal in town. And it, like, yeah. once again, any town. All right, let, let, let's 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 go look at the Sunday games quickly. So just abysmal coaching and clock management all over the place. We'll start with the Browns Bucks game. I mean, it's just incomprehensible what what was going on. And like, obviously, ultimately, the responsibility for this lies with the head coach. But Tom Brady is infinitely more powerful than Todd Bowles. Okay, right? If Tom, if, if Brady said tomorrow I want Bowles out, Bowles would be cut. Right? He'd be fired that day. Yeah, I mean, listen. So no you, coaches you have, know what they're doing. Saturday, you have forty seconds. You have forty seconds to go. You're on the 25 yard line. It's a tie game. You've all, three you know, Bowles has coached my team for a bunch of years. Like I'm yeah. well aware of, of his clock management, but it, it just, it was incomprehensible. And then his excuse in that post game is, well, what if we throw an interception there? Somebody pointed out Tom Brady has thrown one interception in, in a tie game or uh, in the last two minutes or overtime. He's thrown one interception mm-hmm. in the last, like, I don't remember what the number was, but it was an insane number of passes. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady's yeah, not yeah, yeah. You have, you have a pretty good quarterback. It's not like you have a rookie back there. Yeah. Which is why I blame Brady also though, because Brady, 
even if his coach is telling him in the you know let the clock run, he's got to he's got to call the timeout himself. He knows better. And then of course they throw the ball to midfield to Mike Evans, and now there's eight seconds left instead of thirty seconds left, and so they, mm-hmm. you know, and so then it goes to overtime where of course they lose. Just incomprehensible how they gave that game away. Um, and and in too bad Atlanta gave away their game with, with that late interception in the end zone uh, to Washington because Atlanta could be in first place in this division. It sucks that one of these teams um, has to make the playoffs because yeah, there's such nice teams. The they're going to miss gonna the playoffs. Eight, they're going to be eight, nine. They're going to win the yeah. division. They're going to host the Cowboys in the first round. Yeah. And get smushed. I mean, if everybody's healthy on Tampa, I'm not positive they would get smushed. We saw this in week one. Oh, Tampa no, I meant Atlanta. Would, sorry, I meant Atlanta. Oh, would Atlanta, get Atlanta would get more yeah. smushed. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about that game. I mean, next. Atlanta's not even fun to watch when they're playing Washington on, like, one, your fifth screen on Sunday. Washington you know? fans are getting way too high and mighty. So they were, you know, they were one and four. Giants were six and one. Since then, they basically flipped roles. Washington is now on a six and one uh, streak. Their only loss uh, to the uh, nine and two Vikings. Mm-hmm. But Washington is not like impressive. They, okay, the win in Philly was impressive, but most of these wins have not been impressive. Like the game against Atlanta was not impressive. I, I Tyler Heineke is not playing well. He's really not. I mean, he might be better than Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz is a turnover machine. But like Heineke is not playing well at all. They're, they're no, just, I'm not. I'm not afraid of friggin' Tyler Heineke. Yeah, but right now, Wash. And by the way, if Washington keeps the seventh seed, that's beautiful for me because as a Vikings fan, uh, there's nobody I'm less afraid of than Washington coming in in the in week one of the playoffs. That includes the Giants. The, the if I could rank every team who has a chance in the playoffs, who I want to mm-hmm. play, Washington would be number one. I have no respect. I think I think that's fair. Yeah, put the, put post that up in the, in your locker room, Washington. I got no respect. I got mm-hmm. no regard. What do you think of the whole like scandal about the Sean Taylor uh, memorial? Uh, listen, th- they're it's just like they're such a never do well. Like anything they do is pathetic and sad and wrong, and it, they just I, it's almost like if if they were like a movie villain trying to get the team. Sold, they wouldn't have done better than what they've done the last few years, you know? Yeah. Everything they do. Now, that having been this, said, this only I, happened because every time something bad happens, they're like, Sean Taylor, look, Sean yeah, Taylor. Distraction. And then they screwed up. Now, part of the part of the criticism was a little bit wrong. Like, people were upset about the soccer cleats, but apparently he wore soccer cleats. So, you know, some of the detail was accurate to him. But it makes no sense. But that they still put it on a mannequin. They had a Nike shirt and a Reebok pants the other way around, you know? Yeah. And again, as you said, it's an unforced error because they didn't have to do this. It's not like they had a deadline all of a sudden. They could they could have planned this for whenever they wanted. Yeah, I didn't realize, but he had a much younger brother, Sean Taylor, who's like a pretty good safety at Rice. So maybe he could make that. Still in college. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. Uh, other Sunday games. The, the Bengals came back to beat the Titans. This is, by the way, uh, this coming week will be the third week in a row where a, a team 
a, a team with a worse record but a better team is on the road and is a one and a half point favorite on the road. And each of the first two weeks, I didn't trust it. I picked home. I picked the Vikings beat the Cowboys. I was wrong. I picked the Titans beat the Bengals. I was wrong, but less wrong. So well, we'll get to our picks on the next podcast. But um, by the way, I think it was a very hard because we have to do confidence picks for our pool of pools. Very hard picking week, even straight up. Yeah. Um, we ended up tied again in, in straight up picks uh, with you coming back to, to tie me with uh, you picking the Steelers and I picked the Colts last night. Uh, we have two more Colts primetime games for some reason. It's re- I, yeah, it's I understand Denver because Russell Wilson is really good. But like, what was the reason why the Colts were scheduled for all these primetime games in December? I'm not I'm not sure why they got so many. It's a sort of a weird scheduling quirk. They would have been flexed in any and against any other team in the entire NFL, even the Chiefs or the Bills. Um, but. You know, the Cowboys are money. Got to keep the Cowboys in there. Do you have any other takes on the Bengals Titans game? Hey, was the week 14 flex announced yet? Uh, I don't know. Well, I asked you about Bengals Titans. Um, no, the Bengals. I didn't see much of the Bengals Titans game. Yeah, my 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 feeling is that the Titans obviously are coached well and they play well, but the, and they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. But there's a talent dearth when you compare them to the Chiefs and the Bills and the Bengals. And the Ravens, and and I think it does show, and so it's going to be tough for them. Now they're going to win that division, obviously, easily. So they're going to be a they're going to be a home team in the wild card round, possibly against the Bengals or the Ravens or somebody like that. Um, but I just I, I'm gonna I'm it's going to be very difficult for the Titans to win multiple playoff games. I think it's just their offense is so limited. Derrick Henry is very good, but that's really all they have, right? Now the the Titans are are not like the Falcons in the sense that even though they are limited, and even though they're not like a traditional uh you know modern team. It's it's different styles. It's like the Rockies and the Padres. You know, it's like all right, this team is all defense, and this team you know tries to uh, outscore you to death. So I, I don't mind the Titans so much as as the Falcons. I don't, but you can't trust you can't trust Tannehill throwing to Traylon yeah, Burks I, yeah, and I, Austin Hooper yeah, yeah, and Robert when, Woods. If that team goes down ten ever, they're going to lose in the playoffs. And it's weird. They lost the Bills if you remember that week two Monday night game, forty one to seven. Other than that. They've either won or like lost by three points to a playoff team. So the, yeah, they've quietly been excellent, really, other than that one. Well, game. not excellent because all all their wins have been by you know pretty much by one score. Yeah, but they're either winning or losing a, yeah. by a field goal to a to a yeah. But like you know, team. beating beating the 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 Texans by a touchdown and the Broncos by a touchdown. You know, the and the Colts by a touchdown. Well, who do know? you think is better right now, the Titans or the Vikings? I think the Vikings are better. I don't know. I'm trying right. to think who I'd rather play. I, I I don't know. I guess it depends if you have a good run defense or a good pass defense ultimately. But yeah, I, I just think that the I think that the Justin Jefferson is a trump card and the Vi- the Vikings have shown an ability to come back down double digits because they've done it again and again and again and again. The, Vi- the Vikings have four games this year where they've been down double digits and they've come back to win, which I think if that's as many wins as any team in their division has total. So <laughs> um, the Vikings can clinch this week if they win and the Lions lose. They can clinch the division. It's it will amazing. be tied for the earliest cl- uh, division clinching ever. Um, and I saw of the other six teams who clinched uh, with with, uh, with five games to go, all but one of them went to the Super Bowl. So that's uh, that's obviously a very important stat that has a strong uh, predictive value. Um, Texans, Dolphins, the first half, the Dolphins looked like they might win 80 to nothing and two of my throw for 700 yards. And then they took the foot off the gas. They brought in Skylar Thompson. Now, the question is, when is Teddy Bridgewater back? Because if something happens to Tua, Skylar uh, did not look great. I mean, he almost let the Texans get a backdoor covered out of a game that was well, 30 to nothing. What's Teddy's status? He's injured. Like, how injured is he, though? I don't know. That's what I'm at. You know, maybe I should have done that research before I mentioned his name. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, we're, we're so far away from these games. Uh, your Jets destroyed the Bears, as we said. You know, uh, you didn't have to face Justin Fields, which was a big advantage, obviously. I mean, what a chaotic um, pregame. 
um, with the Nathan Peterman news. Like I, I gasped. I was at dinner with my parents. I gasped when I saw the Nathan Peterman thing. It would have been so. I mean, honestly, it would have been like a fake game. As it was, it was barely a watchable game. You know, Simeon, they, they had two decent drives to start the game and, and never really moved the ball the rest of the game. We can look at what Mike White's number. It's really crazy. 22, 28, 315, three touchdowns. Um, and then, you know, Mike Michael Carter's really like a 10, eight touches a game guy. He's little. He breaks tackles, but he's not a 22 carry a game guy if you need to grind it out. And for whatever reason, he's either injured or he sucks because the team didn't even activate James Robinson. So they got this guy who we kind of knew you know, you know, like the beat, the, the beat writers and, and, and the, the team Twitter gets excited about like three or four UDFAs in August. Like, oh, this guy's awesome. And like he either doesn't make the team or he's on the practice squad or he doesn't, you know, he doesn't play the whole season. You know what I was talking about? Like you know, the Vikings have those guys. Everyone gets like super psyched about. Yeah. No, I know you're talking about. Anyway, so we had this gross. with with Bam Knight that he was on of a night that like you're like, wow, he's kind of good. But we've also had it about Lawrence Cager for four years. Weirdly, now is the Giants starting tight end, but, did, you know, didn't really make the Jets the last three years. And there'd be a receiver every year people would be excited about and, and never caught a single pass. But Donovan and I look really good. And uh, running backs are very replaceable. And if you're the 49ers, you should not have uh, traded 17 picks for Christian McCaffrey, who was objectively worse than Elijah Mitchell, happened to get injured. But damn, Elijah Mitchell undrafted is really good. Mitchell's yeah. a good player. Yeah, I mean, it, it also raises the question of, of why they traded so much for McCaffrey. But you know, it's, it's crazy. Much. They had yeah. they knew they had a good running back because the second they met Mitchell, first of all, they this is an, this is an old story. The, San Francisco spends more resources on running back than any other team, even though time it's, and again, the guys that they get for free play great. It doesn't make any sense because other than that, they're kind of smart. But Trey well, Sermon it's the got same way that their coach is a genius pick. on first, second and third down and then becomes an idiot yeah. on fourth down. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, Different I, skill I, sets, I, I guess. I'm not I don't sure. know. Uh, Broncos, Panthers. Uh, I mean, can it get any lower for, you know, there was a, a, the, the funniest thing in the world. Well, there was a debate in the rule. chat. Like, ob obviously, Aaron Rodgers has had a, a dramatic fall from grace this year, both mm -hmm. on the field and off the field. But at least within football circles, if you're Jen, all you know about Russell Wilson is he's Ciara's husband. Fine. But within football circles, Russell Wilson has had the most dramatic fall that I've ever seen any player have. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. He he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. They traded everything for him. We both had Denver in our top four of our power rankings. He was the number one bet for MVP in the preseason. Mm hmm. And I mean, everybody hates him. All his former teammates hate him. Not just the retired ones. The ones in Seattle this year are trashing him. His present teammates are hating him. They're fighting on him. Mm -hmm. Like he's just a running meme and a joke. His and, team was supposed to be his former team was supposed to be tanking. And it's like weirdly yeah. decent. Well, it, there's some, the there's right some Rudy Gore, Gobert energy there also. <laughs> it's very strange. Unfortunately. How has the Rudy experience been for you so far? Uh, I don't want to talk about the Timberwolves right now. Okay, uh, fine. It's dark. Uh, cats well, out for four my team, years. you know, I, I got all excited the first few games of the year. Oh, this team's competitive. Uh, they're basically the worst team in NBA history. They just happen to have six wins. Spurs was by 40 points every night. They have like four NBA players on the team. It's it's crazy. Spurs should be starting Ryan Terrell. Yeah. Uh, what other games do you want to talk about? I still think I'd rather be a Spurs fan than a Timberwolves fan at this moment. Yeah, I mean, listen, we could get Scoot Henderson next at least year. Everybody's not bashing you and mocking you. And mm -hmm. um, all right, what, what else should we talk about? Um. The Ravens Jaguars, we talked about a little bit. Uh, I, I like Peterson going for two. Uh, Chargers Cardinals, obviously the same thing. Uh, you know, I always like the aggressive play call. So that's yeah, good. Plus, uh, especially at one o'clock, it's 11 o'clock for yeah, me. And I, I, I picked, and I picked the Jaguars to win the game outright. So that worked out nicely. Mm -hmm. um, Chargers Seattle Cardinals. was fun. I think Vegas, I think Vegas uh, Chargers will be will be fun this week, too. The Raiders play exciting games. They, every game they played this year is Yeah, Ra Ra Raiders game was great. I survived the fantasy win by the hair of my teeth. I needed Devontae Adams to not get a four yard catch 
in like the end of the game in overtime, and he uh, managed even with two possessions. He uh, did not get the ball once, so that was good. Does a stupid team pay Josh Jacobs? Yeah, I saw Schefter somebody tweet out, "What an amazing free agent running back class we have this year!" Like, if you're spending eight digits on any running back, you're failing. So no I'm idea. sure stupid teams will. I'm sure someone will pay Jacobs. I'm sure a bunch of these guys will get paid. You know, unfortunately, the Vikings played Cook a couple years ago. Never pay for running backs. RBDS, RBDM, RBSDM. Sorry. Okay. Um, uh, Chiefs Rams. There's nothing to say. It was Bryce Perkins. We don't care. Uh, 49ers Saints. But shouldn't have been a shout out. The 49ers got a little bit lucky there, obviously, with the Camara, the turnover, yes. which allowed them to cover also. Um, the, the Saints were like a pretty good team for most of the year, or at least they were an average team. And in the last couple weeks, they've just completely cratered. Yeah, we need Jameis back. The Niners are already like playing playoff games in the sense that they're just like, you know, heavyweight fight. Just I think ugly. they haven't allowed a second half point since week seven. Is that a stat that I heard? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, their, their defense is very good. Their offense is efficient. Um, it, the skill level. I mean, Debo's having a down year. McCaffrey. I mean, all these guys are sort of by their standard having down years. But the, mm-hmm. the talent level of McCaffrey yeah. and Debo and, and Kittle sort of having a down year, too. Kittle, obviously. Yeah. yeah. If Trey Lance was playing, it, w- it would have been something to see. But listen, Garoppolo is playing well right now. He's not turning the ball over. No, that right? team is a, in, listen in a week. Right now, Garoppolo is playing better than, uh, you know, my quarterback, your quarterback. We listen, we had them uh, going super far and we didn't make a single. The only bet on them was they'd be num- the number one seed in the NFC, which is not going to happen unless they went out and get lucky. So uh, but that that's they're a legitimate NFC, you know, uh, uh, you know, Super Bowl contender. Yeah, well, my, my preseason pick and I'm sticking with it. Um, well, and then um, Packers Eagles. Mm hmm. Rogers, did you, see still... the, did you see the Deshaun Kaiser thing yesterday on Twitter? Yeah. Now, the thing is, everybody was ducking on Rogers for it. But if you watch the video, Deshaun Kaiser believes all that crap also, which is also right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although nobody yeah, cares yeah. about Deshaun Kaiser. No, nobody cares about Deshaun. But it, uh, listen, now, does uh, this Rogers mean Rogers him... to Seattle next year? Put him and Pete together. Well, the thing with Rogers is um, Rogers can screw the Packers over by retiring, but they can't trade him because of the cap. He's untradeable. Yeah. Now, he could say, I will retire if you don't trade me. So you're going to lose the forty eight million dollars either way. At least get assets for it. Yeah. You know, so it, I don't it, know it would, would be a mutual there. decision. I don't know what would ha- I don't know what would happen. It's really um, incredible. The, the Packers Packers fans love Brett Favre to a level that like the home team. I mean, obviously, home teams love their like I would say like the Bills of Josh Allen was the which is the biggest love affair between a team and its quarterback right now. That was the love affair between Green Bay and Brett Favre in the 90s. And somehow it became so toxic that they booed him and hated him when he left. And then mm-hmm. the same thing happened with Rodgers. Like they've had two of the of the greatest quarterbacks of all time back to back for thirty five years. Right. Well, Rodgers both- would get cheered. Other than the maybe the 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 you know the volleyball stuff, Rodgers uh, Favre would be getting cheered again right now. Well, now he would. like they would have forgiven Favre. Well, people in Wisconsin not for the- love nothing more than a guy who defrauds the government. So they're probably. I guess that's true. Him. Maybe that's true. Maybe he wouldn't get food. Yeah. But they've forgiven him. I think. Yeah, but I mean, but they hated him for a while. Ironically, both bad guys, though. Yeah, in very different ways, but both definitely very, very, very different ways. I don't think they would get along at all. Well, we know they don't I get think, along. At yeah, all. We know yeah, they hate I'm each saying other. like, yeah, yeah, they they are clearly very, very different people. Uh, and and but also I would not want to hang out with either one of them. Both. Yeah. Bad. Somehow, by the way, very different. I feel like they also they both voted for the same guy in the last election. Well, Rogers probably didn't vote, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Ayahuasca vote, but yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we had the Steelers playing the Colts on Monday night, which was a game that none of us should be subjected yeah. to. Uh, but the alternative was the Timberwolves getting blown out <laughs> to the Washington Wizards and Cat getting injured. So I, I had nothing to I had nothing to watch mm-hmm. last night. Well, at you least know, Cat's OK. 
What are we out for four to six weeks? I mean, that's okay though. Like, you know, your season's not over. Yeah, whatever. Um, the my one issue with the World Cup, and at least the five a.m. games for me, obviously for you at the time, they're over. Right? The five a.m. games, yeah, the five a.m. games are over because now game three we got to play at the same time. But mm-hmm. um, the problem is it's all done by four p.m. And, and then you got nothing at night. Right? Well, imagine uh, you know if they were if they go from which they literally were noon until eleven p.m. How nice is that? Which is it for you? Yeah. That's what we. I mean, now now they're just the, the windows that right now are five and ten. So, or ten, you know, t- for you guys, ten. I also hate that Fox lies about every game. Like they have the pregame shows and the time is an hour off. And but you know the games are concurrent. But they were advertising the Mexico game for an hour before the other game in its group, which is absurd. Yeah. Well, listen. The, the, wait, they were in Fo- Fox. You mean was Fox was advertised? Yeah. The FIFA has no nonsense with that stuff like that. Do you think? Um, uh, have you have you watched a lot of other games besides the U.S. games? Yeah, I've watched everything except I, yeah, you know, I missed the, the first half of the first you? game in the morning, obviously. Yeah. Who's the team that's impressed you the most? Well, I, I England was not impressive at all against the U.S., obviously. Mm-hmm. But in the other two games, they've been pretty impressive. No, England could definitely win. England, I mean, those the, you know, Saka and and, uh, and Bellingham and, and Foden, like they have such yeah, good I mean, young players. Spain. Well, how many of the goals they scored in the first game? Seven, something like that, right? No, Spain. Spain is going to dominate possession against every team. Yeah, Fran- France has really looked really good. good and France is awesome. Yeah, France maybe has yeah. been the best team. I don't. I think it's going to be another like quarterfinal exit for Brazil. I think Brazil, like when they meet a really good European team. Well, is Neymar going to be healthy? I don't think it matters because I, I think their backups at this point are just as good as Neymar. I just don't okay. think. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I always I was root for all the African teams, so I was happy to see. Senegal no, Senegal making it as good. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know how many more we're going to get, but. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, when I say I, I, I don't include like Morocco's North Africa. They're, uh, they're almost mm-hmm. uh, it's like Cameroon. I like I like Ghana. Uh, Ghana can advance. Yeah, no, Ghana can advance. I, yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be an amazing next few days because uh, other than Canada, basically everybody's alive who's playing still. Yeah, the only dead countries were Canada and Qatar going yeah. into game. And three. Wales was was basically dead. Also, Wales needed to win by a bunch of goals. So actually, Wales needed to beat England in a tie, but still, it was like a five six percent chance. I had Iran going through. I had Iran coming through, and England won. I ran two in the group, so lost those bets. Yeah, I'm perfect but, so far in our pool. I, I got a, I got first place and second place correct in both. No, I mean like I made a separate bet on that. Oh, um, okay. and I uh, did, when you did, did we make any bets or just you made personal bets? Uh you did not join in on those bets. Oh, we, you were okay. asked and and did not and not join in. All right, all right. So we're we're gonna come back. We're gonna do another podcast. Mm-hmm. We're yeah, we'll do to... picks and stuff, and then I'd like to, time permitting, I'd like to. Uh, do at least a quick, even if it's five, 10 minutes reaction uh, to the Jets Vikings game. Let's sure. Say. All right. Is this episode that we play. just recorded, by the way, is this for the main feed or the patrons? I guess the main let's feed make... because we, we did oh, yeah, our little we did, we did the, we yeah, did Although the we didn't do so our let's... normal intro. So let me let me drop that right now. Welcome yes. back to 32 fans. I'm Alex Chester with me as always was Wheels Wieneker for the previous mm-hmm. 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'll let that. I'll stick on the front and then people just be confused why I'm talking in the past tense about the future. But I'll leave it in the mm-hmm. end also so that it'll make sense. Anything else? Right, I gotta go. I gotta go do NGOG. All right, you gotta go do NG- NGOG. We're gonna say uh, goodbye to Ecuador in our outro. How about that? That's beautiful. Okay. Bye.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.